0: This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Gerald Jones Audi, Inspired Design, where emotion takes shape. 4022, Washington Road and Martinez. Here at Audi, we have some good news to share with the world. Unfortunately, our good news is bad news for our competition. So, to soften the blow, we brought in the very best at delivering bad news someone's mom The Audi A4 is the biggest, fastest, most fuel-efficient car in its class. Oh honey, I know it's hard to hear, but it'll be okay. I'm David Jones, inviting you to test drive an impressive new Audi A4 Premium today at Gerald Jones Audi, 4022 Washington Road in Martinez. Or visit us on the web at geraldjonesaudi.com. Audi, truth in engineering. Jim Hulkreeve is an accomplished amateur golfer, semi-finalist in the 1980 US Amateur. Jim won the very first United States mid-amateur 30 years ago, played in the 1982 Masters, runner-up in the 1983 British Amateur, also a member of Walker Cup teams in 1979, 1981, and 1983. He tried his hand at the Champions Tour in the late 90s, regained his amateur status four years ago, and he is the captain of the 2011 Walker Cup team as they will take on GB&I in the fall it's a pleasure to have Jim Holtgrieve on the Augusta Golf Show. Hello, Jim.
1: What you say, John? How are you doing today? I'm
0: good. How are you? Where are you right now?
1: Right now I'm on the 18th hole at Martyrs Camp, which is uh, outside Truckee, California, which is outside Reno, Nevada. I'm watching the uh, 45th Pacific Coast Amory Championship being played, played in the next three days, four days, excuse me.
0: When um, when you and I spoke back in April, Masters Week, how this Walker Cup team would come together, to me, still seemed to be very much up in the air. It would appear that uh, the team is coming a bit more into focus.
1: Well, you're exactly uh, correct. When we were there in April, there were still some um, players that were on the bubble. There was new players that were coming onto the radar screen, and there were some players that were going to possibly be leaving the radar screen, and that has all come to fruition. Um, there's some new names that surface. So there's some names that have uh, become more concrete, and uh, and there are a couple of names that uh, have to play well the last uh, three or four tournaments of the year uh, in order to make the team, so that that's correct. We're coming, we're getting closer, um, but we're not there yet.
0: Um, for the folks who may not know quite how the selection process for the team takes place. Uh, in some sort of Reader's Digest version, talk a little bit about how the selection happens.
1: The selection happens, uh, there's a, a committee called the International Team Selection Committee. It's made up of USGA uh, Executive Committee members. Steve Smyers is the chairman of that committee. Um, they have the total vote. Uh, they will select the 10 players. Um, my um official role as, as captain is I do have influence uh, but I have no vote um, the, the reason why I'm out visiting these tournaments and the reason I was at Augusta watching Uline and Chung and, um, and um, you know, I can't figure out uh, is come out and see how the how these players play under tournament conditions and that way I can report back to the committee about what I've seen out here um, and, and have some influence as to who I think uh, will be a good uh, will be a good player for the team. The, the one thing that comes into play is not only do you have to have talent and be a good player, but you also have the ability to represent your country. You got to be able to be respectful, to be a gentleman, um, and to be able to handle yourself in adverse conditions. So that's the reason why it's not like the Ryder Cup is strictly a points. It's a, it's a different situation.
0: When you report back to that committee, do you do that face-to-face, or is that a written report?
1: Well, unfortunately, um, we, we're having a conference call this Thursday night. We had a conference call during the Open, um, and unfortunately, I'm out at these tournaments, so um, it'll be a conference call. I have put together uh, my notes from the tournaments that I've gone and visited, um, and the guys that are on the radar screen, I've written a note about every one, uh, that I've watched play, and I send that to the committee so they can see my notes, and then we have the conversation uh, via phone.
0: I would think, Jim, one of your goals um, is to create a, a team with a lot of depth. I mean, you want, you want players 8, 9, and 10 to be awfully strong, I would assume.
1: Well, absolutely. I mean, um, certainly... You know, there are some guys that are going to probably set themselves apart. I mean, Patrick Cantillet is has probably set himself apart from a lot of the players. He's the number one ranked player in the world, according to the World Amateur Rankings. Lines right there as well. Um, but we got in order to take ten strong players, I mean, uh, eight, nine, ten have got to be strong as well, and, and hopefully um, uh, we're certainly going to have that. I mean, we've got probably... 16 to 20 guys who are certainly candidates, and um, it's going to be hard to whittle it down to 10, but it, it, we'll get it done.
0: We're talking with Jim Holtgrieve, the 2011 Walker Cup captain. His team will take on Great Britain and Ireland at Royal Aberdeen in Scotland in September. Tell the listener about Royal Aberdeen.
1: Well, Royal Aberdeen is one of the great uh, golf courses in the world, it's the sixth oldest golf course in the world. And um, when I first played it, I didn't really uh I didn't really like it. I mean the term "like" is not proper because golf in Scotland is just magnificent. I love all Scotland golf um it was just a whole different golf course than when I played when I played my Walker Cup at Muirfield, when I played at turnbury um those fairways were different than Royal Aberdeen, and so what I learned at Royal Aberdeen is that my players are going to have to have extreme patience. Uh, they're going to have to manage their game depending upon the weather. When I was there uh, analyzing the golf course, the weather was perfect. I hear in September, the the wind blows and and it rains. So um, it, it'll be a one, it'll be one of patience and just take what you get and and you play. I mean, obviously hitting in the fairway is uh, is premier and uh, that's what you have to do. But the problem is at the fairways they got so many mounds and moguls in them. That you're going to get bounces and it's going to go hopefully it won't go up in the hay but it's going to go into some rough and you're just going to have to play accordingly so it'll be a challenge I think the only unfortunate thing for us is length um, is not going to be is not going to be rewarded and I know that what I've been watching so far this year my guys got length so um, depending upon which way the wind blows uh, we'll see if that length comes into play
0: I would think, Jim, that you had to have a smile on your face this weekend. You mentioned Patrick Cantlay, who finished top ten in the uh, Canadian Open, and then you had everything that took place at the Nationwide event. Um, some of the young players have been playing pretty well in the professional events.
1: They really have. Um, I'm 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 high on Harris English. He's a he's a great young man, and he won the Southern, and he came back and uh, and won this event, Nationwide event. So, that's huge. Um, he's a he's a fine representative, um, and hopefully he's going to be he'll be he'll be making this team. But um, and then John Pearson obviously played well too. So uh, we've had some strong performances from amateurs in professional events this year, more so than I think I've ever seen. I haven't talked to the other uh, existing uh, the previous captains, but I would submit that uh, they would say that. Uh, my amateurs are playing uh, much stronger than any players that they had uh, playing in professional events. So is that good? Well, yeah, I guess it is. I mean, Walker Cup is all match play. So uh, it's a team, and it's match play. It's a little different than individual and stroke play. So uh, my guys are going to have to get used to that form of competition and, um, and, and see what they can do with it.
0: Jim, why do you love the, the amateur side of the game?
1: And that's you know I made a mistake when I turned pro. I turned pro only for the money, and I forgot about having fun and 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 realizing how fortunate we all are to be able to play this game um uh, and to me, the amor game is uh it's just all about yourself you're playing against yourself and the nature and um it's it to me it just brings it all down brings life down to basics and teaches you some great life skills. It teaches you integrity. It teaches you respect. Um, it teaches you dedication. Um, so it just teaches you all the great things that are involved in life, and I, I, and you do it for the love of the game, which is what this, what God created this game for. And when you look at guys like Arnold Palmer, who who never forgot where they came from, um, that just keeps uh, keeps me going and 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 in trying to. Get my message across to these young guys that you know uh, we are very fortunate to play this game and and to play amateur golf and to represent your country should be one of the biggest goals you got.
0: Is that the experience that you want for them to get out of this Walker Cup?
1: I want them to get the best experience of their life, which they will. Um, I'm going to kind of live vicariously through them because when I played, I didn't. um, Yeah you know I've served my country um but when the flag went up yeah that was a big thrill for me and I and I was emotional about it. but I I didn't understand when I was playing Walker Cup golf what it really was all about and now that I've read history and now that I've been involved there's just so much history that uh I want my guys to learn that and then I also want my guys to learn about what's important in life and they're gonna be ten young men that are gonna go on. They're either gonna be professional golfers or they're maybe gonna do some other profession. But whatever they do, they go on. They need to learn that they are men and they are significant and that they need to do the right things in their life with their with their wives or if they have children and uh because golf is a great foundation to teach you uh what's really important in life and so that's what that's what I want my guys to Have experience and then learn about really what's important.
0: Well, uh, when will the team be named?
1: Uh, the team is probably going to be named uh, after the uh, Western Amateur Championship, which will uh, probably be August uh, 5th or 6th.
0: Jim, I can't thank you for taking the time. can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this. Thank you for uh, being on the show.
1: John, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate what you do for golf.